Hello and welcome to Glow and Tell. I'm Laura. And I'm Karina. And we're twin sisters who love to share our obsession with all things beauty. Welcome to another week. Welcome to another episode. Um, This week we are going to talk about a ton of beauty news that have been circulating um, on social media media over the last couple of weeks. There's a lot that's been going on in the beauty space. Um, and then after that, we're going to discuss a few products that we've been liking, have been using. Um, I have a new foundation. Uh, I tried a new foundation that I really like, so I'll share a little bit about that later as well. Um, yeah, so stay, stay tuned. The tea is hot, people. Hello, Karina. Hi. How are you this week? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm a little under the weather. I'm congested and my body is like super sore. So I have a lot of Advil in my system and I'm enjoying a drink because <laughs> I didn't get to last night. It was our mom's birthday dinner and I went to bed at 830 because I was so tired and in pain. Oh gosh. But anyway. Do we think it's the flu? I don't, I really don't know. I don't feel that bad. It's just my body is really a- achy. Achy. Uh. What, what? What hap- Why does your body do that when you feel sick? What is the deal? Your body's just trying to fight off infection. Oh. I guess it just like steals all of the energy away from you. Yep. Okay. Well, anyway, there's a lot that's been going on in the beauty space, um, pretty much since the beginning of the year. Yeah, a lot so. of a lot of news. Actually, some news that even made it to CNN, which I think is really interesting. So let's start there. Let's talk about. Um, one of the biggest relationship breakups in the beauty space, and that is Jeffree Star and his boyfriend of five years, Nathan, have split up. Yeah, which is really interesting because it they had just filmed a video about moving into their new house, mm-hmm. and so it looks like they moved into a new house, and it's like it was basically over at that that point. Yeah, I feel like um, they were a really popular couple on the internet because Jeffree Star obviously owns his own cosmetic brand that does really, really well. Mm -hmm. Um, And Nathan is kind of this, like, skater kid that they met online, and Nathan actually never had been in a relationship with another man before. But they seem to, like, totally be in love and get along. You know, things happen. People drift apart. Also, yep. it was really sad because two of their dogs died in the last year. Like, that really sucks. He's had a, they've had a really hard year. It's been a, yeah, it's been a pretty bad year for them, I guess. But, you know. Oh, well, good luck to them both. Yeah, Jeffree Star is not my cup of tea. So. But, yeah, mm. breaking up is hard. Yeah. Anyway, next next news item. Okay, this one was a complete surprise to me. Uh-huh. Absolutely, 100%. I had absolutely no idea. Nikki Tutorials, so Nikki DeJager mm-hmm. is her real name. So she's a Dutch YouTuber who, of course, got super popular and went viral with her power of makeup video. Right. She came out as transgender in a recent video. And yeah. I am... I had no idea. I think it surprised a lot of people. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm glad that she came out. When it, she posted yeah. a video saying, I am coming out, most people thought... Oh, she's coming out as bisexual because she has a fiancé who's a man. Um, but no, she came out as transgender. And like... Who knew? Props to you. Yeah. Uh, I think it was... I think she had been on YouTube for like 10 years right now. I think this is like her 10th year. And apparently she had been transitioning or... Yeah, transitioning while 
on YouTube, but just chose not to share that part of her life. And, you know, with that makes a lot of sense. Like, people get a lot of shit and hate for being who they are. Mm-hmm. And especially going through something like changing your gender, having gender reassignment surgery, in, that's a really big yeah. deal. And it's... In public and on social yeah. media, and you're making videos of yourself. Like, right. you're very... <clears throat> You're sharing you, so mm-hmm. I can see why she did it, but also I know why she came out, because she said that she was basically being blackmailed for it. That's so and shitty. And she said, no, I'm taking my power back, and you don't get to out me, like, outing, guys, outing somebody is, like, the shittiest thing you can do. Yeah, don't do that. That makes you an evil person. Right. That is not your secret to tell if they want to keep it a secret, and even if it wasn't a secret, like, you don't have to shout out to the world somebody else's business like that. Like, that's so intensely personal. <coughs> right. So I'm glad she made this video, and she, like, literally, like, put up a middle finger. She's like, this is for you guys who wanted to do this to well, me. Well, and like, then the outpouring of love is, like, the exact opposite, probably, of what these people were thinking was going to happen. Right. And it's, like, if they thought, like, what did they think would happen? Like, if they blackmail somebody and, like, outed them, you know how much hate that blackmailer would have gotten? What's the point? Right. <laughs> yeah, so... Stupid. Pops to her, I know that was not some... I mean, not an easy thing to keep from her millions of subscribers for over a decade, but I totally understand, and your journey is yours. You can keep things private if you want to, and props to her. I feel like now that she has come out at this point in her career, we are not focused on that part of her life. We are we're like, oh, well, great, good for you. Like, good for being, like, who you are. You're a successful person, regardless of this you know, aspect of your life. Like, yeah. you're so popular. She's one of the most followed people on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. She's doing really well for herself. So props to Nikki for coming out. Yeah. That's really I was hard honestly to do. shocked. I was honestly so shocked. I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I know. I think a lot of people were like, wait, what? Even, we had no idea. Even the transgender community was like, what? <laughs> like they did not clock it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, wait, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but good for her. I yeah. mean, hey. And not everybody has the means if you know, if you do feel um, like you were born in the wrong body. Not everybody has the financial means to keep up and change the gender to where you feel comfortable. Not everybody can afford surgeries. Not everybody can afford to have the freedom that she has. And well, so I, it's important. No, this is before she had money, though. But remember, she's European. Right. They have better health care than we do. And, and free health care. The free health care. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it seems like her family was supportive from day one, which is Good. awesome. And not a lot of people have that. So I'm glad she did this for herself and in the way that she wanted to on her own terms. So yay, Nikki. Go, Nikki. All right. Okay, next piece of news. I'm talking about Makeup Geek. Makeup Geek is a brand owned by Marlena Stell, who was in some drama videos over the last two years, mostly because of James Charles and the whole... Oh, this is a while ago. I think this was in 2018. Like, the beauty communities and shambles. Like, all that <laughs> drama. Basically about... Nobody knew how much influencers are getting paid right. until James Charles and Marlena Stell were like, yeah, they get paid tens of thousands of dollars per post. It's and insane. I think James Charles tried to say that she didn't pay him or were like refused to pay him what he asked because he was basically asking for 60 grand in a post or a video or something like that. Right. $60,000. And the thing which about... Which is what people make in the, a year. And, oh, yeah. I think James Charles is totally out... He has no idea what a normal person is. 
No. Because he has started with his success on YouTube so young, he is very naive to the ways of the world. And, like, I know he he thinks that, you know, you know, I'm a business. Like, I can make a brand so many millions of dollars by posting this one thing. Why can't you pay me $60,000? Makeup Geek is a woman-owned brand. It's an independent brand. They don't have a parent company. It's and quite, she, it's not it's a smaller brand. It's not right. You know, it's not the L'Oreal's of the world. Like, oh, come no, on. they are not backed by you know billionaire like investors. They she does this on her own. Um, and I remember when YouTube was just starting out on on these makeup tutorials and beauty gurus. Everybody was talking about makeup geek products, especially their eyeshadows. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Jacqueline Hill, Manny MUA, everybody was talking about the eyeshadow shades. Everybody owned a makeup geek, like Z palette, and yep. popped their eyeshadows in, and then all of a sudden they just like dropped off of the face of YouTube, and I kind of was just like, wait, whatever happened to that brand? Yeah. Um. So recently they have just rebranded the entire company. They redid all of the looks of their products, um. And I hope this is a comeback for her because I I support a woman owned brand. Like, why not? Yeah. And she came out on that video after James Charles had talked about the money issue. And she says, I don't have the kind of money to pay a big, a big name influencer, you know, for a not single, even once a year. Like a it's a single post. That's that insane. is a lot of money and overhead on one person's like Instagram or YouTube video. Like I get that you have influencers are like a tool now for marketing by beauty brands i totally understand that but when you're a small company you don't have the material you don't have the marketing money or cash to spend on this kind of stuff and i totally get it like why how could you well and you don't know if you're going to get a return on that kind of investment either it's it's, for a small brand it's a huge huge gamble and i can see why she didn't want to do it because I wouldn't want to go bankrupt over James Charles. I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> right. You know, because you, you don't know what you're going to get. Well, especially if you were paying for, like, a YouTube post, and what if their review didn't come back in your favor? Right. And you're not, I mean, you're definitely not supposed to pay for positive posts. Like, that's just shady. Mm-hmm. Basically. But, you're supposed you to know, be I'm fair. excited to see what she does, because it's clear that makeup is her passion. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hopefully, it looks like she's always put a lot of love into it. I've never tried any Makeup Geek items, but you can actually find them at Target now. Like, yeah. select items, like, like curated eyeshadow palettes. Um, but I wonder if they're going to start carrying more of them, because that would be really cool. Like, the fact that she's in Target stores, that's huge. Yeah, that's a big deal for a small brand. Exactly. Yeah, so we're interested to see, like, going forward, what that brand is going to, you know, look like, feel like, and if she's going to get more publicity in the YouTube space, we're not sure yet. Yeah. Um, but anyway, good for her. Rebrand. Um, here's a controversial one. Oh. Yesterday, or the day before, I found out that, effective immediately, Kat Von D was no longer the CEO, creative director, whatever, of her beauty line, and she was removed, and the line is now known as Kat Von D Vegan no, Beauty. No, it's not Kat Von D. It's KVD Vegan Beauty. Oh, it doesn't even have her name? No, it's just KVD. Okay, well, wow, okay. Yeah, she's just not, she's not associated with the brand at all. Um, so it looks like the parent company, Kendo, owns it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, honestly, I think what it was is that this, her anti-vax history has basically bitten her in the ass as as it should have. Um, maybe you should get a shot for that. Just saying. Uh, um, 
you know what? A lot of people don't buy into that bullshit anymore. And it was probably losing the company a lot of money having her as the image of the brand. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but you, I mean, a woman with a newborn child who, you know, at the time was a newborn said, oh, we're choosing not to vaccinate. Girl, that means you're anti-vax. I'm sorry. She's said, she's tried to state that she's not anti-vax. No. And especially that (laughs) was not how that works. That was a choice to make that opinion of yours public on social media. And she got absolutely skewered for it. Good. And I understand. (laughs) I, you know, I do not agree with somebody who says, you know, I'm not going to vaccinate my child because I don't know what's in these things. It's not, you know, it doesn't actually show that it reduced, whatever. You need to have an inoculated society in order for these ancient diseases to not come back. And guess what? Measles made a big old comeback in the measles last couple of years. Measles and mumps. It's like so whooping cough. Like, come on, people. Just dumb. It's just, honestly, well, that, it's just dumb. She's sounded so stupid when and she it did just, that. And it sounds uneducated. Um, and I, I really feel that the brand pushed her out. I felt like she was backed into a corner and was made the choice. Like, you gotta go. Like, we are not performing the way that we should like her brand was huge for a really long time well and you go into sephora and like all her shelves were super empty or limited edition or like they're on sale which stuff okay guys stuff doesn't normally go on sale at sephora right just saying yeah um she was a whole gondola now she's i think maybe an end cap maybe half of a gondola at this point like like you could tell like the company wasn't doing well yeah i think kendo was just like okay i think your time here is done we will continue with the brand vision i just don't think we are performing at the level that we want to and i totally get it so yeah. and apparently the products are really good like that island the uh t- tattoo eyeliner? tattoo eyeliner apparently look everyone loves it um but people just didn't want to support a brand you know with the face of a woman who just makes really crappy decisions like that so you know what she can do her weird vegan shoe line go for it that's fine yeah and her and she basically was uh saying in a post that she's going to focus on her shoe line and her music career go for it do it and a hundred percent her beauty line was making her tenfold more money than both of those ventures oh yeah so that to me is an indication that she was pushed out of the company and she will be doing whatever she's doing. And you know what? I only bought, I think I have only owned two eyeshadow palettes from her, which are really good. But after this whole thing about coming out as anti-vax, and also, she has some problems with her husband. He's got a weird past. I don't know if anybody's ever read about it. Um, yeah, just was like, kind of just left a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, mm, I think I'm good. And also, the aesthetic of her brand is just not for me. Yeah, no. Anyway, (laughs) so that was some beauty news in the community lately, and let's take a break, and we'll talk about some favorites that we've been using recently. Welcome back. So we're going to talk about products. Product talk. Here we go. I love products. So I think I want to start a new thing where we talk about our nail polish of the week. Okay. Let's do it. Um, And then maybe (laughs) just like post the company swatches or something. Sure. So currently my nails are completely naked because I just um, did the bad thing and peeled off my gel polish. Um, Don't do that. Don't do what I do. I hate that. Uh, Do what I say, not what I do. Um, But I'm going to do my nails tonight. I'm going to go for the Lights Lacquer in the shade Rosy 
with the shade Girl Power on top as a top coat. Ooh. So a little like blingy, like gold shot through with a green. So That's pretty. Do something fun. What do you have on right now? Um, I put on a kale polish shade. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's a deep berry with a chunky foiled glitter topper in these like gold and pink tones. It's very Valentine's. Oh. It's like a deep raspberry with pink and gold glitter on top. Look at you. Very yeah. garnet for January. Oh, yeah. Totally. Totes my goats. Totes my goats. Um, products. Let's talk about products. You said you started using a new foundation. Okay, so Estee Lauder just came out with a brand new foundation, and I took a sample. I did not buy anything. I'm on day 27 of my no-buy. Oh, dang. Um, the Estee Lauder Futurist Hydro Rescue Foundation, SPF 45. It is a very dewy, medium to full coverage foundation. Now, when I saw it, the packaging looks identical to the <laughs> YSL Touche Eclat All-in-One Glow Foundation. But... In the Estee Lauder formula, I found a way better color match for me because the YSL shade that I have is very, should we say, orangey? Like, Mm. it doesn't match me all year long. Um, But it is a lovely foundation. So I would recommend it for somebody who likes a radiant, dewy look or for a drier skin type. Right. Um, And the formula is quite thin and spreadable and the best way to apply it actually is with your hands Hmm. because you can kind of when I apply my foundation with my hands instead of like massaging it in I kind of just spread it in a downwards motion with one finger right in instead of like rubbing it around in circles because I feel like that's not really doing anything but I like spread it I smooth it across the skin and it's a gorgeous formula so I feel like when the day comes that I finish my other backup of my YSL foundation, this is something that I kind of want to pick up because it is, number one, there's a better like SPF coverage. And I feel like the formula works well with powder products versus the YSL is very, very dewy. It's like tacky? Not tacky, but it's very slippery. Oh, so you are kind of like hesitant to put a powder on top of it because you feel like it might catch Oh, I see. Sense. I see. Um, yeah. But if anybody has dry skin and you like something that looks radiant, um, this item is not oil-free. So if you like a really moisturizing, hydrating-looking skin, that is, like, a really delicious foundation. Um, I'm kind of miffed because, one, there are only 20 shades, but being such a pale person... I know. <laughs> I couldn't find a shade, yeah, which pa- is weird. Yeah. I wonder if... W- did we try the porcelain on you, or did was it not even there? I don't know, but I... No, I you swear- know, I think we tried Ecru, and that's more my shade. I think you have... There needs to be... There is a shade lighter that you could try. One and zero. Porcelain. I don't know if I saw that one, but... I don't think I remember so. I swatched some, one of them on my skin, and it was straight up, like, gray, I'm like, how is this possible, Estee Lauder? Yeah. And it's like, come on, like, we all know Estee Lauder's, like, aimed towards rich old white ladies. Why isn't there a shade for a white lady like me? A white lady? Okay, I'm not, like, trying to whine, because I know, like, shade, yeah, shade range is an issue. Yeah, let's not whine about being white. But at the same, but at the same time, I'm like, really? Okay, whatever. That's fine. I probably would have liked it, but that's all right. Um, yeah, so that was a really nice new find. Now I'm like, ugh. The temptation to buy something is very real right, real right now, and I'm trying my hardest to not 
not even you don't really need good. Anything. No, you I don't, don't need anything. Need anything. Um, what's another thing? Oh, I learned that my Origins uh, Nitamin Skin Refining Oil is discontinued, so that's oh. great. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> You're gonna have to just find another skin oil that has like acids in it, like that does. I'm sure that like Herbivore has an oil like that. They have to. A lightweight one. But Herbivore, they don't put any preservatives in their products. And so they can go bad. They go bad really quickly. Mm, okay. Um, but anyway, that is the... Uh, what else have I... I've been using a lot of products up lately. So I'm going through stuff rather quickly. I started... Um, I got a little seven-week supply of the new... Um, Elizabeth Arden Vitamin C capsules. Mm. And you know what? Actually... I really like the texture of these compared to the ceramide. The ceramide is a little bit more slippery and dimethicone Yeah. This one, um, I believe there is avocado oil in it. So Ooh. it is a little bit more of a dry oil. It does sink in really quickly, but mm. um, the vendor I was talking to at Elizabeth Arden, she was saying that she, like, compared to this one, she... Uh, excuse me, comparing the vitamin C to the ceramide, she prefers the vitamin C hmm. because there's more actives in it. Right. So I'm interested to see if I'm going to like it. It's Again, it's only a week, so obviously I probably won't see, like, results. Um, but I like the formulation. And yeah. I always, I've always liked the capsules because it's just so easy. And it's just in a, and it's great for travel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the exact dose that you're getting every yeah. time is the same. Um, any other products that you've been loving? Um, as far as, I don't have anything new to share because again, mm-hmm. I am also on a no buy, Ugh. but guys, I've just been doing my makeup again. Good you for know? you. Good for me. Good for um, you. yeah. Just what's your like- favorite thing to, what's your favorite part of your makeup routine? I have always enjoyed putting on foundation. Okay. But I've been doing more like intense eye looks recently. Ooh. Like really fun. Like the other day I did this. I look with the So Jaded palette from ColourPop. I love that palette. And then I did Jasper in the outer corner. It's kind of almost like a, it's kind of like a gray, grayed out plum tone. Mm-hmm. So that on the outer corner. And then I put Peridot on the center of the lid. Ew. So that like bright, like almost like citrine color. Yeah. And then I put like just a little tap of one of ColourPop's pressed glitters on top. I don't know the name of it, but it has like green, blue, and yellow undertones to it. Huh. So I put that on that on the top of that inner corner flexitarian such a good inner corner highlight if you want like icy icy like brightness yeah um yeah i got compliments all day baby oh my god yes so i'm yeah i'm just doing makeup again That's actually good. like waking up early to do it <sighs> yeah i it's love fine. it it's, it's my fine. favorite part <laughs> it's my little morning ritual yeah just listen to a podcast do my makeup get my lunch ready and i leave the door feeling like a responsible adult i know right speaking of responsible adult we're almost in our like into our 30s laura i know our birthday is next month it's kind of crazy um i wonder if we should do some kind of birthday thing for (laughs) people this uh this podcast we could i'm not sure what we want to do though i mean is it a mm, would it be breaking or no buy to do a giveaway we're just thinking out loud. We've got a lot of products that we haven't used, though. That's the thing. I That's have a lot true. of backups of things. That's true. Anyway. Anyway. Um, I've been also researching a lot of, like, cruelty-free beauty alternatives mm-hmm. for the products I already own. Um, I went to the Lush store the other day, and I have to say, 
I wish the people at Lush were, like, less friendly because <laughs> I feel like I am, like, bombarded with questions about myself and just, I, like, I need room to breathe and room to browse. I think it's just... It's a lot. People need to... Mm. It's just a lot. It's kind of like going to... There's a coffee chain here called Dutch Brothers, and they're the same way. They ask all these questions as you're waiting for coffee. I'm like, I just... It's too early for this. Well, and they're it's like, too early. What are you doing this week? They're so I'm here bubbly. at 7 a.m. Where do you think I'm going? Oh, my God. What are you up to? Ma'am, it's 6.30. I'm going, I'm going to, to work. work. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I was looking at a couple of products because I was like, oh, I forgot about Lush as, like... A vegan cruelty free brand. Um, they have zero waste packaging now, and I'm like, that's a really great alternative. Um, the only th- thing about Lush is that it's crazy expensive. It's very expensive. Like a bar of soap is eleven dollars. Like, am I like hallucinating? Well, I mean, it is what you get, though. It's natural. It's cruelty free. Most of their stuff is vegan. Yeah, but Lush is made a made by na- hand. Is a nationwide, multinational like chain of like. Why is the price so high? This is not made by your friend next door. I mean, body wash at Bath and Body Works is sixteen dollars. Yeah, but do you ever spend sixteen dollars on a body wash? It's always on sale with a coupon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just saying. I, I was know. looking at, they have a face balm called Ultra Bland, which is a fragrance-free cleansing balm. Mm-hmm. One ounce is like $18. And I'm like, I, mean, I will be done with this in not even a month. I don't get mad at it because I don't use it, so what ofs? I know. It's like, God, why is clean and like, quote-unquote, clean beauty so like out of reach for so many people? Yeah. It really shouldn't be. Especially when it's more natural, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So this is a nice short and sweet episode. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Glow and Tell Podcast. We do some IGTV. We post stories and whatnot. Um, so please follow us on there. And you can subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, you know. And oh it's goodness, free. Jeff. Guys, podcasts are free. We do this for free. All right? So, like, just subscribe and tell people about us. We would love to have more listeners and reach a wider audience because we love talking about products, and I know you love products, too. Yes. So, anyway, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.